Hello, America, and welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday, which means Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. The Glenn Beck Program. It's right, my friend. Bill O'Reilly. Megan uh, lives in California. She's a listener of ours. She's in her mid-30s. Horrible car accident. Left her with shooting pains down her uh, neck and back. Got to be so bad that she was going to a chiropractor and an acupuncturist six times a week. She heard about Relief Factor. She decided to give it a try. Within two days, within two days, she said her pain began to subside. Within a few weeks, she was back to normal. No more trips to the chiropractor. No more trips to the acupuncturist. Megan considers her discovery of Relief Factor to be nothing short of a miracle. And it shows in her life. Megan, I have not been where you have been, but I've been in really bad pain. And living with pain like that is not something that you can handle for very long. I am so glad that you tried Relief Factor. I'm glad it worked for you. She has her life back. It works on inflammation. And I know. Well, maybe I don't know. I, I mean, for me, I've always thought, ah, uh-huh, inflammation, ibuprofen, I'm going to take that. Because it does nothing for me. That's why I didn't think this would work. But it does. Ask me, ask Megan. Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. Try it for three weeks. It's either going to work for you or not in the first three weeks. So try it. Three-week quick start, nineteen ninety-nine. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. Oh, yeah. We're just going to let Bill O'Reilly, you know, Bill, you be you, boo. And and we're glad to have you on a Friday. Tell me what you think the biggest story of the week was. Uh, The pipeline, uh, colonial panic, all of that. That was that because that is a harbinger word of the day, Stu. Of what is to come. <laughs> what is to come. You know, we always get tipped off in life, not just in the news, but in personal um, situations as well. And, and many of us, including me, uh, ignore warnings. And don't do that, by the way, in any kind of medical thing. If you see something that's not right and you know your own body, you go to the doctor right away. All right. You know, because that kind of thing gets out of control. But in uh, America, we had a warning in Texas where you guys lived in the winter, right? Now we have a warning in the east, uh, southeast of the United States. Gas, this, that, and the other thing. This is going to be serious, I think, because what the Biden administration has decided is that they are going to destroy, and I use that word literally, mm-hmm the fossil fuel industry in this country. All right. That's what they're going to do because of climate change. Now we did heavy research on BillOReilly.com this week about China and China is building coal plants. Uh, China pollutes the air more than any other Western uh, industrial nation combined, combined back. And China's not going to stop doing that. They're going to do it. Biden's not going to convince them not to do it. So while the Biden administration wants to harm the energy industry in the USA, 
ultimately it's not going to do any good because China is going to pollute the hell out of the planet no matter what. Sure. So there's Well, they're going to stop at 2050. They're, they're going to stop in 2050. Um, okay, so I agree with you, but I think there are three things, and I would like to get your opinion on each of them. The first thing is, you, the first point on this colonial pipeline deal, you've already said, you're absolutely right. We are destroying the infrastructure, and this is only the beginning. Two, I, don't, I think this was an unintentional shark bump. Uh, you know what a shark bump is. Uh, sharks bump into you, see if you're food. And if you move, uh, they eat you. And I think this was uh, a shark bump that has told all of the sharks in the world, holy cow, America will move. And the, the fact that this company paid the ransom, the United States government said this is a private thing. Uh, and, you know, they can pay the ransom or not. It's up to them. And they did nothing about it. I think was a signal to all of the the sharks, all of the uh, leaders of uh, around the world that hate our guts, all of the cyber terrorists. Get them. We can get them, and they'll do nothing. Your thoughts on that point number two? All right. So there is a little known law that was passed after nine eleven, and the acronym for the law is AUMF. A-U-M-F. It allows the President of the United States to publicly or privately designate a group as a terrorist outfit. Okay? So the hackers here are dark something. I forget what. Dark what? Dark. Uh, dark, uh, Yeah. Yeah, what was it, Stu? I can't remember now. Dark something, yes. Dark chocolate, dark... No, (laughs) No, it was... uh, I'll I'll think of it. I'll think of it. All right. So, they identified themselves... (laughs) Dark side. Dark side, yes. They they identified themselves as a foreign... As a foreign group that attacked the USA in a security way because national security depends on energy. So, all Biden had to do, if you could wake him up, which mm-hmm. is not easy, is designate this dark crew as terrorists. All right? Officially. Now, I didn't well, have to do it publicly. You could do it privately. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, once that happens, the dark crew can be droned. You can blow them up. Or you can send in Delta Force or any of our special forces to shoot them in the head which is what they did to Osama bin Laden. Right. Okay? So that's how you solve this problem, Beck. And, of course, the companies themselves should be upgrading their security mechanisms. But this right. is not a hard problem. We have a mechanism for this. Now, once the dark crew gets evaporated, I think that might stop some of this hacking. So do you think that we are doing that just silently? And if not, why? I do not think we're doing this because I don't think Biden even knows this is available. And people go, you're so unfair. I gave Biden a chance. I told all my uh, listeners, the millions and millions of people who follow me, I'm going to give him a chance. 
All right. Well, I'll tell you what. This guy's a disaster. And okay. I don't before we go in, it, it's around. Okay. Before we go any further onto other topics of disaster, because we've got them, um, do you agree that? This will be interpreted by all of the cyber criminals, all of the sharks in the world that are after us. We're going to see more of this now because of the way we reacted. Whenever you give in to terrorists. Yeah. Okay. They are emboldened. Right. Okay. The third, the third point I have first one is green new deal. It's only going to get worse. Right. Second one is shark bump. It's only going to get worse. And the third one uh, struck me this morning when I saw why the company stopped the flow of oil. It's not that they couldn't get the pipeline to work. It was because they couldn't bill anyone. They wouldn't they wouldn't know who to bill, what to bill them for, et cetera, et cetera. Now, that is perfectly reasonable when you are dealing with enough oil to collapse your company. You know, you can't just send all the gas out for free. Um, However, when I saw that story and the way it was written, the the left is going to use this and say this was all caused because they worried about profit. That's why we need to nationalize this infrastructure. Agree or disagree? I don't think the left is going to get involved with this. This is not what they want to do. They're, they're more interested in the mass thing that you guys were talking about. That's so why you want to get into that. But I don't think they're, they're not going to get into that. Right now, the progressive left has a president that they can manipulate in any way they want to manipulate. Okay? They have him. And, but the problem with that is that his administration is going south so fast. Once people are paying a buck a gallon more for gas, they notice. They notice. So I mean, Bill, the progressive left, in, go ahead. In, in my lifetime, Jimmy Carter stood alone. Jimmy Carter is now wiping the sweat from his brow going, oh, finally, I'm not the worst president of everybody's lifetime. Uh, I've That's never seen a country fall apart faster in almost every sector then we are falling falling apart right now. Would you agree? He's okay, got fires on wanna, every front. That's true, but they're little fires now. Let in two months we'll see. But you, you know, a couple of weeks ago, um, Biden went down to see Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not many people know this, but Biden's first question was, "Hey, can you give me some advice on how I can wreck the economy quicker? You did it so well, but I just want to accelerate it." Um, so you got anything that you could tell me? Um, because it's, look, it's unbelievable. And the only I, time I ever saw him without a mask in the last year was with a really old guy and his wife. I mean, he's like, what are you doing? It's so bizarre. Okay. So next big story you can pick yeah. or I'll, I'll pick, which do you think was the next biggest story? Well, you're smarter than me. You pick that. I think. Uh, I think it would have to be Israel uh, and the Middle East falling apart. Okay. Your thoughts on that? So, yeah, yeah, of course. So when Trump was president, he had deals. That's what Trump does. 
and he makes deals. And the deals that he had were basically, you don't cause trouble, Saudi Arabia, Israel, whatever country, Egypt, you don't cause trouble, and the United States will give you stuff. It's almost like the uh, Green New Deal or whatever. And and that worked. He couldn't control Iran, and that drove Trump crazy. He couldn't get them into his orbit. So Trump leaves and Biden comes in. Everybody knows Biden is diminished. Every foreign intelligence agency knows it. Every foreign leader knows it. They breathe a sigh of relief. You got the strong man Trump out. You got the weak man Biden in. So right away in Israel, the homesteading thing pops up. It hadn't popped up for four years. But boom, right away, three months after the inauguration, it's the same story been going on for 40 years. The Israelis want settlements for their people. The Palestinians don't want the intrusion. They're not going to work it out. And Iran steps in, arming Hamas, shoot the rockets, because Biden doesn't know what he's doing, and nobody's going to hurt us when we do it. That is the story. Who do they think is running the country? They know he's out of control. I don't think he's he's not the guy getting up and saying, "Okay, here's what we're going to do today. He's the guy getting up and they say, Mr. President, here's what you need to do today. And don't answer these questions from the press. So who's who do who do the the leaders of the world think is actually running this country (laughs) and who is actually running the country? Yeah, there are two people inside the White House that have more power than anyone else. So that's the equation. Ron Klain, chief of staff, Susan Rice top domestic advisor. Now, I don't know if Biden listens to his secretary of state or secretary of defense. I'm not privy to that information. I don't know. But I do know that Klain and Rice are doing exactly what you just said. Mr. President, here's what we're going to do today. Here's how we present this. They're very respectful to him. They're not pushing him around, but he's not all that interested. You look at his daily schedule, and we give it out every night on the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com. There's one or two things. That's all that's on his schedule every single day. Mm. All right, back with Bill O'Reilly. We've got a couple of other really big uh, stories. Inflation, uh, masks, the, the former uh, military, the flag officers and their letter and their warning to America this week. More with Bill O'Reilly in uh, just a second. And by the way, before I go into this commercial break, Bill, I understand your book is number one. Thanks to you, Beck. Thanks to you, because you actually read it and liked it. When Americans heard that Glenn Beck read the whole book. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Yeah, shut up. Yeah. That's what happened. Uh, All right. Yeah. Number one, Bill O'Reilly killing the mob. More in just a second. First, let me tell you about our commercial sponsor this half hour. It is Hustler Turf. There is something incredibly satisfying about mowing a lawn with a Hustler Turf zero turn lawnmower. It's a feeling of power just roaring beneath you like a bull about to charge. Uh, It's maneuverability. 
Uh, it, it is such a joy to mow your lawn. I mean, it really is. This thing is built. You know you have purchased something that you are not going to have to replace. Probably it'll, it'll be the last lawnmower. I mean, until the new green deal comes in. Uh, it'll be the last lawnmower that you buy in your life. It really will. It, it is just so great. And there's something to me that when you buy something of quality that you know is built to last, it makes me very, very happy. Right now, the latest and greatest from Hustler Turf is their new 2021 Raptor series. It's built for homeowners with less than three acres. Remember, with the 104-inch uh, uh, deck on a hustler turf you can cut a football field no kidding you can cut it in 10 minutes <laughs> you know, these things just rock this one is made for your home if you have less than three acres this is the one you want to see it's great it's the 2021 raptor series you can get it now at hustlerturf.com find a showroom near you find a dealership take one for a test drive it's hustlerturf.com there should be one close by you it's hustlerturf.com 10 seconds station id So, Bill, you know, I read the um, uh, the flag officers letters uh, to the American people. And then I talked to one of the co-signers, uh, uh, Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, who I'm sure, you know, uh, and I spoke to him for about an hour uh, a couple of days ago on the air. And I think the next biggest story is what those flag officers said in that letter that we are under attack and will lose the republic unless Americans stand up and fight this Marxism, this communism that is being spread throughout the world, but especially in our country, by our own leaders. Your thoughts on that letter? Well, I think they're right in the sense that there is, for the first time since the 1950s, um, traction for the socialists in America. And that is because the corporate media is so corrupt that it enables these people to run wild and just lie to the American public about race. That's the spear point. Race is the spear point um, because people of color are much poorer than whites. We have to change the capitalistic system. Um, and we have to have equity and we have to have guaranteed outcomes, which, of course, is what socialism and communism and Marxism is. All right. Everybody's the same. So this is traction. These generals understand that. I don't know how much they understand of it, but they understand that the corporate media is not standing up to that, is encouraging mm -hmm. it in in many areas. And this is dangerous. Because people are easily led. You, if you know history, you know the Russian people were deceived uh, by uh, the communists. The Nazis deceived the German people. Mussolini deceived the Italian people. Mao Zedong deceived the Chinese people. It's all about deception. And when you have a corporate media, and we're talking AT&T, CNN, we're talking Comcast, NBC, we're talking Disney, ABC, those are powerful, powerful corporations. 
when they are absolutely allowing this dishonest propaganda to saturate the country, you got a problem. So we have about a minute, less than a minute for you to answer this question. Um, do you think that they are getting away with it as things continue to mount in the bad news category from the policies? Aren't people starting to wake up and go, uh, you know, this isn't too good? Yes. The answer to that is yes. If there is economic pain between now and the midterm elections, it is That's all good. over for the progressive movement. Okay. So that is it. That's what's coming. That's what people will respond to. All right. Back in just a second with uh, Bill O'Reilly, the masks and the edict that the president issued last night, inflation and so much more with Bill O'Reilly. Oh, by the way, Dave Rubin coming up next hour. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about LifeLock. Geez, I I wish the uh, Colonial Pipeline had something like LifeLock, don't you? Maybe they could have gotten their their specialists on it. Uh, Instead, I I guess they look to Microsoft to solve their problems. (laughs) And, uh, And, you know, to be protected by the United States government, which is oh so effective right now. Putin said it best. We're in uh, a war. We're fighting it right now. And this war, World War Three, he said, is a war of ones and zeros. This will affect all of us. And don't think that they're just going for the big guys. They are going to destroy all of us. They want the cyber criminals want what you have. And by the way, they deserve it. So take it. LifeLock will help detect a wide range of identity threats. If they detect your information has been compromised because nobody can watch it all, they will send you an alert and give you access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. Save now 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. All right, it's the number one book in America, Killing the Mob, available from Bill O'Reilly. We have more from Bill in just a moment. Make sure to subscribe to BillOReilly.com. The next big story I want to talk to Bill O'Reilly about was a story that kind of broke yesterday. CDC changed its mind on the science and now said, hey, you get a vaccination, you can drop the mask. Uh, Then President Biden uh, tweeted out the dictated, the choice is simple, wear a mask or get vaccinated, Uh, which I thought was a little uh, Mussolini-like, but maybe that's just me. Um, And now I think this story is going to turn into uh, a revealing of those who found the masks as a religion or a or or use the masks as a positioning statement and if you didn't wear a mask it was a sign of a little yellow star and uh you not wearing a mask well they could side eye you they could immediately say oh well that's a crazy conservative now they take off the mask what does that say about them Bill, your comments on the mask situation with the CDC. Well, it was all about power. Uh, and it is interesting to see how Americans respond to that. 
So Republican traditional Americans want smaller government. They want more self-reliance, personal self-reliance, and they want to run their show in the districts in which they live, right? Okay. So you couldn't do that with COVID because the massive amount of money that was needed to treat people with the disease dictated that the state and the feds had to take all that over. And Republican traditional people did not like that. So you always got to know where it starts. Now, in my state, New York, Governor Cuomo tried to portray himself as the savior of lives because he knew what was best for everybody. Mm-hmm. That collapsed because he made that tremendous mistake by ordering COVID-infected people to go into nursing homes, which, when you look at it, was probably it's- one of the dumbest political mistakes in history. Oh, my gosh. So his credibility, his credibility was crushed. Newsom did the same thing in California. What these guys did was they wanted to set themselves up as the COVID dictators. Uh-huh. Now, Trump didn't buy into that because Trump knew that his base didn't like this. They didn't want to be under a COVID dictator. All right. So Trump went the other way and had a laissez-faire attitude about the masks, even when he got COVID himself. So that set up the battle. Now, where we are is, thanks to Trump, and and I know this personally, thanks to Trump, because he paid the pharmaceutical company so much government money to get this vaccine, all right? The vaccine is pretty much neutralized the pandemic. So now the question becomes, how do we live? Well, I'm vaxxed. And I'm not going to wear the mask. I'm not. But I'm also not going to go into groups of people that I don't know. I might go to a game. And if I go to the game, I'm going to bring the mask with me just in case somebody with leprosy sits next to me. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, it is. So, but but you are living in New York where Andrew Cuomo has been preaching, follow the science. And now. CDC came out and said, you can stop wearing the mask. And he said yesterday, well, we're going to talk about that. We're not so sure we're ready to do that yet. Yeah. I mean, where's the follow the science? There isn't any thought. There never was. I know. There never was. I know that. I know that. Because here's why there never was any follow the science. Anthony Anthony Fauci's a science. And every day he changes his mind. Every day. Mm-hmm. It depends what show he's on. All right? I know. So if he's on mm-hmm. Family Feud, he's saying something different than if he's on with Oprah. All right? So he's the science. This is the guy. It's not like we're all sitting in a classroom and, well, you know, here it is. No, it's Anthony Fauci. That, that's who the corporate media selected to be the science. <laughs> and, 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 and every day it changes. I mean, that's how crazy this is so all right i, I, I want to all the time go ahead go ahead i say to people all the time i got vaccinated to protect my family to protect myself 
so I don't get sick and I can be effective in helping other people. That was my decision. I didn't have any um, side effects. And if you're asking my advice, I, I say get vaccinated. But I think this thing is going to be over in two months and everybody will be pretty much back to normal. All right. I want to spend 60 seconds and no longer on this. Um, the two th- things that came out of New York City. Andrew Yang, who is running for um, mayor of New York City, is is, you know, far, far left. But he's at least a, a, an understandable guy. He's not a he's not a communist. Um, he said in a tweet um, Uh, The people of New York City will always stand with our brothers and sisters in Israel who face down terrorism and persevere. He was hammered by the left in New York. There's one other story. He's running. He's running against a guy. He's running against a guy who, when when asked about what's the median home price in Brooklyn, he said, I think it's about 100000 maybe less, maybe a little more. Yeah, it's a little more. It's the average. The median price is 900000 So the guy is completely out of touch. Who's, who's going to win? <laughs> who's going to win? Uh, I think I'm going uh, to win on a write-in. I think I'm going to take it. <laughs> uh, now that killing the mob is number one, my, my status is really up. So I'm right. telling everybody yeah. right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Look, I'll, I could clean that city up. I could. All right. I because I would ignore <laughs> the city council. Um, they wouldn't even be allowed to talk to me. I'd sit down with the cops and I'd sit down with the unions and I'd say, here's what's going to happen. Um, but I would also, I'd get their input. But people around the country have no idea what a disaster New York City is. Oh, it, I, I mean, I, believe, I was born. I was born in Manhattan, and I was raised in Levittown, as you guys know. And I know this city as well as any human being on the earth. The, I, 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 my jaw drops. I think, I think we're in Managua, Nicaragua, up here. Mm-hmm. That's how chaotic this city is. And they walk That's around. Bad. These politicians walk around, going, "Well, you know, I don't really see a problem here." Meanwhile. There are rats the size of Godzilla, you know, walking into pizza. Park. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me just get your quick thoughts on a couple of other stories. Yeah. Uh, Lynn Cheney. I think this has been a massive distraction. You, they have a right to vote in or out whoever they want as leadership, but uh, they've the Republicans are going to lose if they make this one way or another about Donald Trump, they've got to shut up and talk about the things that people are talking about. And that is the repeal of all of his policies that are destroying us. Well, Liz Cheney hates Trump, and that has led to her hurting herself. She's not going to win re-election in Wyoming. It's not going to win. Um, and we got it, Liz. You know, we got it. You don't like them. Okay, we understand. Uh, the first vote in February, uh, Republicans in the House did not take any action against her. They voted not to. But every single day, every way, 
you just got to bring him back? I mean, it's insane. So that's why she got hurt. Um, and you're absolutely right. If the Republican Party wants to uh, assume power in this country, it has to stop with the cult of Trump and talk about his policies, not him. Not him. What he did, what he accomplished, how the country was better under those policies than this Biden stuff. It's not that complicated. Americans will get that. But if it's still going to be Trump, 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 tweet, 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 then the Republicans are going to hurt themselves. All right. One last thing, a big story was um, the rate of inflation uh, that came out. Uh, We are now at 4.2 percent inflation rate, which is double the Fed's uh, rate. Uh, however, if you look at the the uh, producer price index, which is the it, it is a leading indicator of the inflation to come. It's what people who are building cars have to pay for plastic and steel and chips and everything else. Yeah. And then, then they have to pass that on to the consumer. That PPI is now running at 22 percent inflation. What uh, yeah. what number of inflation do you think it has to hit before people say, OK, enough? Well, we're almost there now, because once you raise the price of gasoline that fast and that hard, that means all the trucks have to pay, you know, all the gas prices. And as you just said, they pass it on the consumer. Trucks are they move everything, everything. So you want to have supper. You're going to pay more for your supper. I will announce so, that I'm not raising the price of killing the mob. That's going to scare Okay, good, good, good. Very, but is very this, expensive. It, it, yeah. Isn't this, uh, will America say enough of these policies, or have we trained enough Americans to say, I'd like more, please? I, I think Americans are going to throw out the progressives in the 2022 election. I, I, I believe they will. Now, are, are states like California and New York going to be sane again? No, because their grip on power in those places is much more intense than it is in most other parts of America. But right. even in California, Newsom may survive, but he's about 45 percent of people are going to vote to boot him out. And Cuomo's not going to be able to run again in New York. So people are wising up. It takes a long time because they are addicted to the devices and they're being misled by the corporate media, as we've talked about. Bill O'Reilly, the number one book in America on its uh, first week of release, Bill O'Reilly, Killing the Mob. It's available everywhere and it is a fantastic, can't put it down sort of read. Bill, thank you so much. All right, Beck, I just want to say one more thing that I really appreciate everybody uh, listening to us every week. It's a lot of fun to do this. And if it weren't for Beck, I don't think I would be number one in the New York Times list. And I, I'm no, saying that. Stop it. Truthfully. No, I'm saying it well, truthfully. That's... I watched when we did that Tuesday thing on the mob. Okay. The thing spiked on Amazon. It just went boom. And you know what the best part is? We beat Oprah. We beat Oprah. <laughs> you and me. Beat her. I love it. I love it. Bill, thank you so much. God bless. All right. Have me.
You bet. Hmm. And if you are you both beat her together, I guess is he he's cutting you in on the royalties. Then is that how? Yeah, that no, work? I don't exactly. I don't think so. Yeah. One of the things you learn when you have a dog is just how much of a give and take relationship it really is, uh, and they give much more than. Than we do, I think. I think we're on the taking end of uh, many times with our dogs. I mean, if you have a really nasty dog, you're probably on the uh, you're probably on the uh, plus side there. My dog is just so great. Has you know keeps us safe, uh, keeps us happy. Is when when there's problems in you know with the troubles that we've had in the last year, you know he comes up and he's just our best friend and consoles us. We want to take care of him. We started uh, feeding him, uh, putting minerals and vitamins and probiotics, things that he needs to be healthy on his food about a year ago. It's called Rough Greens. I, I hoped that it would just make him want to eat his food because we had a hard time getting him to eat. Not only has it done that, it has changed him. I was shocked at how much my dog has changed. He gets up. He was up this morning with me at, you know, five o'clock in the morning, wagging his tail, looking at me like, hey, hey. Uh, I mean, he's always got the ball in his mouth like he's a three year old dog. He's a nine year old German shepherd and he is running around like he's a kid. Rough Greens. Go to roughgreens.com. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F. Greens.com slash Beck. They want to make sure your dog likes it as much as Uno does. So they're going to send you a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. Just a little trial bag. You just pay for shipping. Uh, and you put it on your dog's food. If they eat it, go and order a, a real bag of Rough Greens. Your dog, if they eat it, you'll see the change month after month after month. You really will. 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. We have Dave Rubin in studio. Uh, I'm excited to, uh, excited to talk to Dave coming up in about five minutes, especially since he's coming out of the, uh, the uh, social estate of California. Uh, where, uh, I mean, he's, he's been talking about the difference between masks uh, and the difference of attitude between California, New York, and the rest of the country. And it's the first time he came out to uh, New York, first time he was allowed to leave California, he couldn't believe it. It was, it was like he had been living in a spacesuit for a year. It's, it's really bizarre. I was talking to Nikki Haley, by the way, you got to listen to the Nikki Haley uh, podcast. Holy cow, will your eyes be opened? Um, Nikki Haley, the podcast, it's available now if you're a Blaze subscriber at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Uh, or you can find it on YouTube, on uh, Glenn Beck's YouTube channel, youtube.com slash uh, Glenn Beck. Um, but uh, we are we are a country, as she said yesterday, I think this was in the podcast, she said, I've been traveling the country, and she said, it's, 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 it's two different planets, Texas and California, two entirely different planets. We're not even the same country anymore. We'll talk to Dave Rubin about that next. This is the Glenn Beck Program.